The Sea Change Podcast is sponsored by Changing Greatly Consulting, providing effective, data-driven talent and culture solutions that attracts top, diverse talent by creating psychologically safe and inclusive, high-performance cultures. Come for the talent and stay for the culture. Now, let's get into The Sea Change. Welcome to The Sea Change Show, where leaders are changing business culture for good. I'm your host, Mara Barclay. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for finding us and you did not find us by accident. Please take a moment to hit that plus sign, hit subscribe. Seriously, I am always amazed at the caliber of people who say yes to this show. I mean, it's incredible. You're not gonna wanna miss a single episode. And if you are a frequent flyer, thank you so much for coming back week after week and sharing us with your friends. It is because of you that this podcast has now been ranked in the top 5% of business podcasts worldwide, and I thank you for that. In today's highlight episode, I'm going to be talking about something that uh, Greg Galley mentioned in episode 60, which aired on July 20, or July 13th, 2023. And his whole think wrong business is so cool. I love foundationally the concept that he's bringing to leadership. I think any leader who is marching into business during the rise of AI needs to be prepared to pivot from performance to innovation, or at least performance to curiosity. Because without asking questions, with, by following the more conventional model of strategy and process, it doesn't leave a lot of room, if any, for innovation because the process is, is so different. Um, Greg is the expert there. I'm not going to get into it because this is a highlight. The thing I, I thought was most interesting, this is going to be a very short episode, is this notion of how we are all conditioned to have the answer. And particularly in higher levels of leadership where the stakes are extremely high, and not only have these leaders been conditioned through their childhoods, right? So when in school, when we're in elementary school, who's got the answer, you sh your hand goes up in the air and you get rewarded for that. So that's the first learning of having the answer is good. And that's, I, that's the direction we need to go versus being curious and approaching your outcomes and your output from a place of asking questions versus having the answer. And when you look at the things that Simon Sinek is talking about and Adam Grant, more and more leaders are emerging that are practicing curiosity as a means of leading their teams and their companies. And it's this curiosity embedded within it is this natural sense of humility 
because in order to be curious, you have to recognize that you don't know. And humility is one of the most powerful characteristics a leader can have, much in the same way that compassion implies or contains within it a wisdom uh, in the same way curiosity is imbued with this humility. And it's not too short a trip from humility to vulnerability, which by all accounts, workforces are deeply interested in and want to see modeled by their senior leaders. So the purpose of this highlight is to call out that particular piece, this, we, I have to have the answer piece. And from a culture point of view, I don't know why more people aren't talking about male policing. And I learned this concept from Jackson Katz, that's K-A-T-Z. If you look him up on YouTube, he has a phenomenal viral TED talk called Violence Against Women is a Man's Issue. And it is all about how men are conspicuously um, invisible in that conversation in the same way that when you hear about gender issues, you think about women. And when you hear about culture issues, you think about black people, things of that nature. So um, it's interesting that the dominant social group in this country, in America, the heterosexual white male is conspicuously absent from these conversations because they are the socially dominant group and everybody else is uh, wanting to get equity. So naturally that's who you're going to hear from. In this case, Jackson Katz talks about the peer to peer policing that goes on in male social groups and particularly at the highest levels, levels of leadership where dominance is key, at least by conventional standards, not this isn't for everybody. However, uh, as I, as I understand it, uh, based on the research I've done and what I've witnessed myself, there's this alpha male proving ground. And if you show any weakness or vulnerability, your male peers, your compadres are going to pounce on you and you're trained to be the rightest one in the room. And, uh, if you don't have that curiosity is seen as weakness and the leaders that have figured out that they actually do better, their companies do better through more innovation leadership styles. There is a way to have high performance organizations through servant leadership and servant leaders are deeply curious. They always ask what their teams think. And they also typically are associated with diverse decision-making teams. And there's a lot of metrics around how homogenized teams don't make as good decisions. They make lower quality decisions. So it's uh, interesting to me that these sort of conventionally conditioned performance leaders who are slaves to their quarterly reports to the board, uh, that can't be too much fun. Uh, the risk is so high to make a pivot and to do something different. I, I can fully appreciate there is a, that seems like a very uh, steep and high cliff. 
So I love this conversation that I got to have with Greg. And I think he was the one who reminded me, although I don't know, know that I necessarily needed a reminder, but who acknowledged out loud, which I thought was so awesome, that it's not my job to teach white men, which is precisely why I have this podcast. <laughs> so I can interview white men and they can teach white men because I'm just here to be curious and ask questions, man. <laughs> That's my job. So I wanted to just touch touch on this whole notion of performance versus curiosity. And it's actually performance versus innovation, but innovation requires curiosity and a tolerance for intelligent failure. And when you get that failure, that is really good news because it means you're one step closer to that thing that's going to work and potentially put you in front of the competition and give you that competitive advantage. So I'm going to advocate for curiosity. If we can't get servant leadership, I'm going to say curiosity at the very least. Just start asking questions and uh, prepare for shifts, not changes. Because many, most companies talk about wanting to change, but they don't know how to tolerate the actual process of change, which is in, in and of itself an innovation of whatever it is they are attempting to shift. So just a little public service announcement of uh, if you want change, it's going to, an innovation, it's going to look different than what you've got and it will be uncomfortable. And uh, this is, this is a whole nother highlight episode I'm, I'm drifting into here, but uh, the innovation piece means it's different and asking questions is the path to get there. And I'm not talking about something that's a 2.0.1.6.9. That's not innovation. 3.0. Web3. Now that's an innovation. I think I just went off the rails there with Web3. I don't know enough about it to know what I just said. I just know that is a, that is a very big innovation. So uh, if it doesn't feel weird, get more curious. If it feels weird and uncomfortable, you're cooking with gas. I want to thank you so much for listening every week. I appreciate you and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Sea Change Show. We sure appreciate you stopping by and taking your very valuable time to visit with us. Please remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Who knows what's going to happen? I never do. It's always up in the air. And if you would like to be a guest, if you have something to offer, I would love to talk to you. Please email me at cultureworks at morabarclay.com. And that's M-A-U-R-A-B-A-R-C-L-A-Y.com. I would love to talk with you. And if you have someone who you think would be a good fit for this show, please reach out to me and connect me. I want to keep celebrating and amplifying as many of these voices as possible. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.